Hello, welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm Eric Walters, and I'm the host of Tap That Easy Podcast, which you're listening to now, and I hope you're enjoying it so far. It's not that long, so I don't think I've ruined it yet, but well on, well on pace to do that. So welcome back. This episode, we are going to go and visit Arizona's newest taproom brewery. It's pretty awesome. Chances are you've actually had her beer at some point in the last few years. So we'll get into that in a minute. Before we get into that, though, a couple things. Don't forget to subscribe to Tap That AZ on your favorite podcast app and leave a review. The more of those we get, the more exposure we get, which in turn brings more light to Arizona beer, which in turn makes more beer from Arizona, which in turn allows you to drink more of it. So let's it's full circle circle of life right uh now if you like other things beyond just beer make sure you turn uh turn into tune into and subscribe to a taste of az so that is a taste of az.com now this not only includes the audio podcast like tap that easy but you also have uh, video interviews as well as the articles and the pictures to help really capture the full story of these folks that we're highlighting in Arizona food and beverage so that's what a taste of AZ is it's a beyond beer into Arizona deeper into food and beverage in Arizona a taste of az.com go check it out we also have a book we did a book we wrote a book about Arizona beer this is volume number one in this one, we highlighted 35 Arizona breweries, including, or plus, not including, I think 35, plus a cider house and a meadery. So hardcover, full-page photos, a unique and in-depth story behind the scenes of these places, plus one of their signatures, meaning like we, we tell the story of like Tower Station. We tell the story of um, others. I wish I could, my memory is not good. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but uh, sounds like an excuse, but it's true. What are we talking about? Okay, right now, uh, for the Arizona Beer Book, we are donating a percentage of the proceeds. So we have books and the Arizona Beer Book shirts. A percentage of those will go towards the Arizona Craft Brewers Foundation. So go to thearizonabeerbook.com to get your copy now. All right. Let's get into this one. Megan Greenwood, this girl is a machine. Over the past few years, she's been getting her beer out there to the masses, going to beer festivals, getting on tap at some of the best place, uh, the best places across the the state of Arizona, spreading the good word. Uh, it's crazy to think that I had her on the show two years ago, and as you'll hear, literally two years ago, this is kind of crazy. We'll tell the story here at the beginning of this episode, but. Now she finally has this new spot open and it couldn't be more perfect. I mean, the location, just the the setup of it all, the beers. Megan is just an awesome human. Her beer is kick-ass. And like I said, I mean, I'll say it, one of the best spots in the state right now for sure. Weird times, but just let, let's tap into this one. This is Greenwood Brewing Company. Special just for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I go to these days. Is, is what? The Pilsner. The our Pilsner? Pur- our Purpose Pilsner. The Purpose Pilsner. Yes. Well, let's try it. Let me yes. see. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. Megan. Cheers, Cheers Eric. To- Cheers have- from social distancing. We are. we are. And also because I'm like radiating heat from <laughs> just now. <laughs> the Pilsner. So I think up until this point, wow, that has, it's got flavor. It's Thank got you. flavor to it. Like it's, um, it's like a, it's a Czech style. Yes, that. So it's a little bit. It's a total different bitterness than and like mouth feel mm-hmm. than if you get a German style. This is like my, my dad would love this. I remember growing up, my dad would get like the imported. Um, I don't know. This, don't take this as any offense, but you know, like no. the St. Pauli girls and the oh, yeah. Peronis and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Is that what that? What's that style? I guess, um, right? Kind of. Kind of that style. I guess it's. Uh, we just want, I wanted to make something really crisp. I don't, I like Czech style Pilsners over, over German style Pilsners myself. So this was more of a selfish beer. Um, why, why do you like them better? Uh, I love the, I, I like the mouth feel actually is what, ah. what is different for me. Um, I also like the, the hops that we use in, in this, um, in this beer. It's more crisp. It's more bitter. Um, I actually, uh. 
Sorry, Lisa was just walking out the door. Oh, you're, I just you're good. To Your sister, her. Lisa, who oh, now yes. works here at the brewery. Yes, right? <laughs> yes, she does. She's um, like, so she's my sister, obviously. So we are extremely close, but she has been working with and around the brand for the last few years. Um, and now she's running our marketing. Nice. Uh, and she is also cleans our lines and fills our kegs. And she mops our floors and cleans the, like, she does everything obviously i mop the floors and clean the bathrooms and fill our kegs and (laughs) do all that too um but it's uh really fun having your sister around all the time people are always like gosh you never like i can't believe you work with your sister i couldn't do that and i'm like we have lived, shared a room for, we shared a room for like 11 years when uh, we were kids. <laughs> that helps. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It probably was a, a real tough nine, but those last two years <laughs> and ever since, right? Yes. <laughs> How, what's the age difference between you guys? Uh, it's actually, we're eight years apart. Mm. So it's pretty, it's pretty big, but we get along great. And she is kicking ass. Our whole yeah. team is actually just doing a fantastic job, which yeah. is why I was able to sleep last night because they are literally did. killing it. They are killing <laughs> right. it. That is, that, is a, that is a good way to start, right? Because the goal is to get to that point. When you start at that point, it's like, all right, this is badass. We got the, it's getting the right people in place, yes. right? Like that's, and that's easy, isn't yes. it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not easy. And we, it took us a long time, but it was like, on. I mean, our, like, all of our front of house, our head brewer, um, we have just such a positive group of people. And it, you can feel it when you walk in the door. You can yeah. feel like the positive energy. You can feel like everybody's like lighthearted and wants to share a beer and have a smile. And, you know, obviously that looks a little bit different with everybody wearing masks, but we really try. We really try. You can see the smiles through the masks, to be yeah. honest with okay. you. Yeah. That's when it. I met your sister just, you know, a little bit ago, I could see her smiling even though I can see her face, yeah. right? That's yeah. good. That's good. Thank you, Kristen. And Kristen is bringing us some delicious. These are like, these all look very refreshing. They all look the same color. (laughs) (laughs) But they're different beers. We will have a totally different lineup. And we'll walk you around the brewery here shortly to show you what we have. But So you're going to have the Pilsner and then is the one-off forward. Okay, cool. So going from left to right is the Harvest. Okay, cool. So we have the, a spiced ale, okay. and we have a pale ale, the Belgian Trappel, and a rosemary IPA. And oh, are they switched? Okay, cool. Okay. So we'll do. <laughs> you uh, should you, let, you should let me guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can that's I okay. guess? Yeah. Guess. Can I get a menu. Guess. Guess. Oh wait, I see the menus right yes. there. Okay. So there's the six up there. All right. So yep. this, I think this one's a pilsner. This one's a pilsner. Yes, good one. I know it from which style? Which style? Hmm, it's like a St. Pauli girl. Or... <laughs> yeah. No, this is great. And is it less carbonated than? Is there because that does that makes the mouth feel right? Um, is yes. it less or is it more? Like how's the carbonation? We, so actually, so when we brewed this, we didn't have any tools for knowing what our carbonation was. Mm. So this is kind of a uh, put your finger in the air and try to. Try to measure it. Yeah. <laughs> we now have tools. You know, you start out with like as as much as you can. You know, yeah. and then um, so our first beers are as many contraptions and tools as we could afford. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The so, right tools, right? Like yes. the not the sexy ones, not the no. like. Oh, this is cool and shiny. It's like no, this is a wrench and it needs. Yes. And we need to get it. Yeah. It is exactly. <laughs> you open things with thing with yeah. It and. Um, now, I mean, now that we're open, we can now start to buy some, a, a little bit. Yeah. Look at up. that growing up. Growing yes, up. I know we're growing up. It's so exciting. That's the IPA, right? The forward, <clears throat> yes. forward IPA. Okay. <clears throat> That's good. That's a West coast IPA. Yeah. It's right? a, yeah. It's, um, it's a little bit more of a tip to the hat to the traditional style. So we use Centennial and, and, um, we use Centennial and Cascade in that. So it's kind of like a mixture and, um, that one is it's we it's it's still malt forward so it's yeah. kind of a mix of the english style and uh west coast style yeah. and i just you know with all the west coast styles at at the time i wanted to make something a little bit more malt forward just yeah. to see what people liked and some people are like we had some people on untap that was like i that were like i re- literally go find this beer because it's um, because it's so it's so malt forward instead of being the West Coast like citrus style. Yeah. And um, 
and I miss our English style or I miss our, miss our English roots. So yeah. it's a little bit of a combination. Yeah. And that's, I like that because that's a little bit of the old school, like growing up, like with my dad craft beer, right? Like it was him in like three other dudes in their sixties talking about the T-Rex album. <laughs> you know, like that. Yes. that was craft beer for the longest time from what I remember. Right. But those are the styles that like they, my dad liked going and getting like a Dortmund or something, you know, yes. something like that. Where yeah, now exactly. it's like the, everything's hazier. Everything is like, you know, I love the beers, but the ones you pour out of the can and it's like a, a chunky sour oh, banana split, you know, and they taste good. But you look at it, you're like, cringeworthy now, a little, you look at these beers and those just look like those look, beautiful thank refreshing. you refreshing they yes. um and we will have more colorful boards yeah. coming eric <laughs> you uh, don't don't look at don't take it as a bad thing no Meg no <laughs> but yes we do clear our beer um which is you know some people are like oh, we want some more hazies um i think that we 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 are brewing a hazy right now nice. uh, so you can tell like you get the first the first here that that is the first kind of tidbit that we are brewing our first yeah. hazy ever when will um, that when's when what's the time frame on that that should be done within the next two weeks okay we'll make sure we put this episode out there yeah the, the official <laughs> yes. announcement yeah yes, the official announcement we are gonna have yeah. a hazy um but yeah we do we do like to have clear beer yeah. um it i and if we if we don't, I, I don't think that's necessarily the style of our head brewer, Kristen Luparello. Um, but she likes to really elevate. Uh, so I was the head brewer, you know, until we opened. And Kristen's been with us for the last two months. And it's been so much fun getting to see her style um, and get to see her really show who she is through her beer. And she, She'll tell you this too, that she really likes to elevate traditional beers. And that's what's really exciting to me. So, like our Pilsner, um, I rate places by their Pilsner, and I think our Pilsner is super clean yeah. um, and really easy drinking. And uh, we just want to elevate our traditional style, really get a good feel for our, for our recipes, and then we can play, you know, yeah. and then we can play around. I like that. Get the foundation. Yes, right? Build exactly. that foundation. Like sometimes you just like my kids playing Legos, right? They're like, I'm going to make this big thing. I'm like, you need to make the base lower and piece, then the, the little four, yes. you know, the four prong brick or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. I've actually never had to explain how you explain a Lego. Yeah. Is it a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Yes. So um, this is... I hope it blows your mind as much. This blew my mind so much that I had to like call my wife and tell her this. So I wanted to, so we did an episode, um, episode 78, right? Did you look at it? Have you looked at it recently? Uh, Not recently. Okay. I have not listened to anything recently. No. Yes. Well, I don't, I don't either. Like I, people are like, oh yeah, the one episode where you said, I'm like, I don't remember. Like I don't listen to it. Like I want to, when it's, it's edited, it's, you know, but so today I'm like, all right, I want to make sure I'm like, hey, we're here back. You know, Megan was episode number 78, released July 23rd of 2018. Oh, my God. Two years ago today. That is- Isn't that insane? Yeah. And I told Good your sister. Job. Yeah. I that told is your insane. Sister. I was like, and I'm like, I have to tell somebody. I'm like, I'm not going to tell Megan until we got the microphones on. But, oh, my gosh. That's um, so cool. Isn't that crazy? July 23rd of 2018. And right there it is. Two years even- ago. Was that at Akutio? That was at Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What are the chances of that being two years ago to the day? That is so funny, Eric. And here we are. You're open. That's irony. I mean, that's like <laughs> that's just like coincidence, and this that gives me goosebumps. I that's know. Cool. I know. That's we. I know both you and I are the same as far as like the positive energy and just yeah. you know, and and you're doing some good things down here. So Thank you. I'm excited. So I cool. I remember it was you were explaining it to me, like kind of explaining to me where it was, and I couldn't I couldn't picture it. Mm-hmm. And then today, it's been so long since I've been down here. Today I drove by. I'm like, holy shit. This place is beautiful. Like just Thanks. the whole, like how do you get two different properties with a courtyard? And I think there were songbirds out there. Like uh, there are, there are definitely songbirds. <laughs> we placed those, Eric, just for you. For there were little strings the on their feet, but you know we won't we won't involve Pete on that one. <laughs> um, yes, I know. So, and that's exactly what I wanted was people that are walking past they think this was always here you know and it feels like it was always here but this was a parking lot um and i used to walk up fifth street and i may have said this exact same thing in 2018 so i can't wait to listen to that um i say that i haven't listened to anything in three weeks i normally am so on top of your podcast are you oh thank you Um, you. but i I, like (laughs) obviously opening our business i have not been able to do that but i will give you one pass one pass you get one pass (laughs) every time you open up a tap room that's it that's all you get. <laughs> yes. Um, 
so we, you know, I probably said this then, but what I, I would walk up Fifth Street because I lived, you know, five minutes walk away from here and I'd walk up Fifth Street and I'd say, this is where I want to put my brewery. This is where I want to put my brewery. And it's all craftsman style houses up Fifth Street, just like this one right here that we're looking at. Um, so that's a, what is that restaurant over there? Is that the taco place? That's Taco Cello. Yes. Yeah, right yeah. across the street. Okay. And then down the street though, it's mostly craftsman style houses. So they're like, oh. you know, perfect for transforming into a restaurant or a retail store or a bookstore or a coffee shop, but they, are, they will not work for changing them into a brewery. So I was uh. like, gosh, I so would love to be on Fifth Street, but there's no space. And then I met the owners of this land who own Changing Hands Bookstore, who own Made Art Boutique and I Lounge Art Art studio which is right here in our property and they wanted to put a beer garden on this vacant parcel on roosevelt which you would walk past and you would never even know that it was there yeah but it was excuse me five thousand square feet of vacant property and on roosevelt and fish street it was just like destiny and i was like let's build i'm looking to build a brewery and i would love to use your parcel and so together we um we came up with a way that they own the, the property and we built the buildings together. And so um, the building that we brew in, it's tiny. It's 1,800 square feet. You'll see that every single inch in there is used. Yeah. And we um, basically built the building around the brewery. Ah, um, so I designed cool. the brewery and then we literally designed the building around it. And it, the building looks like it's always been here. Um, and then... On top of it, I always choose where I go in Arizona, even in the summer, based on their outdoor space. Ah, and so yeah. we wanted to have everything outdoors, which you can see we have like maybe 10 seats inside, and then we have everything outside. And we have yeah. a misting system and you know everything to make people comfortable even in the summertime. That's or sitting. all yours? That's all you right this there? This is all us on right the, here. Right on the corner, yeah. Yep. And, and so there's a beautiful ficus tree that people sit underneath like every day and read their book. It's so awesome. And then we have the beer garden on the other side, um, in between the tap room and the brewery. And this was in my ideal, like my ideal design. And I remember sitting up in my apartment in, uh, like literally five minutes walk from here. And I talked to Cindy and Greg, the owners of this land, Cindy Dash and Greg Esser and said, you know, is what can we do with this space? Is it, is it like we could transform all of it? Can we reconfigure it all? She's like, you give us a design. We'll see what we can do. And this was the exact design that I laid out. And it made the most, the most um, of this space that we could. Yeah. So, and so now here we are. And nobody really understood. Everyone was like, you're going to do what on Roosevelt? Where? <laughs> like, there's no space on Roosevelt. Yeah. And, um, and it, it's exactly the rendering that we had sketched up. Like yeah. it is exactly what we had envisioned two that's years ago. Badass. Yeah. That's, that's exciting. And it's yes. gotta, you know, because I don't know, I think then you've, you've, I know you've experienced this multiple times through this, this journey is you always get up, you get up against these barriers that you gotta be like, all right, you know what? That's what we really want to, but mm-hmm. got to pivot. I guess we got to do this. We got, I guess we got to do this Yes. where what you had to deal with was actually worked in your benefits. So it's like, well, you can't go down the street. But what about right on Roosevelt? Yes. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, you know, I know. It worked out like even better than you imagined. Oh yeah. That for is sure. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was, I couldn't have imagined a better location. We get people walking in off of Roosevelt now at, at this point now daily that are just like, we didn't even know you were here. We didn't know that this was a brewery. And you know, and you can't, you can't even really tell when you're walking down the street. You're like, gosh, you know, that must be a bookstore or something. You have no idea that 2,000 barrels of beer could be yeah. made in there every year. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So it's cool. Well, what, what's awesome, too, is, like, you guys, from what you were saying, like, so you open. What was the date? What was your opening date? July 18th. July 18th. <clears throat> so right now, five days ago? <clears throat> yes. Holy shit. Like, I know. That was, that was quick math, too, wasn't yes, it? Like, yes, I was... <laughs> Good job. Good job. Yes. So, like, very, very recently, obviously. And you said, so that's a Belgian tripel right there. Triple? Tripel? Do you say triple? That's a tripel. Yeah. yeah. Do you say tripel? I do say tripel. Yeah. It's either, right? You can say it, either. You can see either. All right. All right. Yeah. You can say People either. Like, the L is after them. I don't <laughs> care. It's, like, just drink it. Um, <laughs> but yeah. you said despite the like COVID going on and like, you know, just, you know, people not wanting to come out, right? Like, yeah. I mean, restrictions and things like that. Um, and you guys are obviously doing everything that you guys need to do, masks, social distancing, all that stuff. Um, but 
in the five days you you've been busy still people have still like it's it's still there are enough people out there that are like hey we're we're doing what we need to do appropriate steps and they're enjoying beers here yes that's and awesome we're steady you know i mean so like it's almost perfect like god is with us eric mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. we have um that we literally have somebody leave and then we have somebody come and it's almost just like this constant steady Oh, because you have a limit flow, of like, yeah. You know, and we, cause we only have, we, we, we have all of our tables six feet apart. Yeah. And when people are out there because it's all outside, they're like, and we have signs that say freshly sanitized right after we sanitize. We make sure that everybody has hand sanitizer on their space. We have obviously masks required. We don't have any inside, really not very much inside space. And so um, when we have people in, they really, they, they t- comment that they feel really good and safe in their, yeah. like out, outside and drinking. And ha- there's a lot of people are like, this is the first time I've been out. Yeah. And, um, I think people feel more comfortable outside and that's pretty much the only place we have in the middle of July is outside, which you would be like in my head. If I would have ever said I was going to open in the middle of July, it's literally the worst (laughs) month to open a business ever in Arizona. And we did. It's like you you (laughs) open the doors and shoot off the ribbons and like no one's there. I know. Exactly. But it's been, the community has been so welcoming. We've had such positive feedback. Um, we've had negative feedback too because we are opening in a pandemic. You know, don't but, even get. We can do a whole episode. Oh gonna, gosh. Let's do an episode, me and you, where we muffle our voices. Okay, yeah, we can do that for yes. sure. Asshole, kid, man, <laughs> yeah. Well, and what people don't understand is that we we were supposed to open on March first originally, uh, and um, I actually changed the whole design of the back of our tap room. And so it pushed me back a month. So we then were opening on April 1st instead of March 1st, which yeah. was like a godsend because we opening on March 1st could have crippled us. Yeah. And then, um, so we were getting ready to open on April 1st, obviously. And then the pin, like then everything hit in March. And, um, what people don't understand is that we, it's like sink or swim. Mm. You have to open or, there's only so much credit card debt I can take on, and two of them are maxed out right now, so <laughs> I can't do anymore. Right. Like it was right. like now yeah. it's like you have to you have to open, and people think like you built a business, so you must be have all this money, and I'm like, I self funded this. There is is no more money, and now yeah. we have ten people that we are employing. So it's like what what's the benefit? Like what you have to outweigh like weigh your like decision of opening or staying closed. Um, and I kind of preach this, but our three brand pillars are inclusivity, empowerment, and confidence. And so when I think about all my decisions, I think about inclusivity is always the one that change it, changes my mind. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, we have to be inclusive. So we have to have online ordering for people who want to be, who don't want to have any interaction, yeah. but we have to have the ability to actually have somebody sit at the bar in the middle of the day if people do want interaction. Yeah. So it's like thinking about everybody and what they want right now because everyone defines safe differently and we have something for everybody here. And so that was like, okay, yep, we're opening, no question, we're going forward and we're going to do it safely and responsibly and everybody's going to feel great about it. Yeah. Um, so we just encourage people like, if you're going to hate, just like, walk past, see how good we're doing, like see how safe we're being and how responsible we're being. Um, I mean, this place could be triple the capacity that we have sitting out here and we don't. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's just kind of shows even like that we are putting our people over the profits that this could be. Well, people people are going to find shit to complain about no matter what, no matter what there was, uh, the, what was it? So on the, on the other quick plug on our other podcast, the taste of AZ. There you go. <laughs> One of our episodes was Sasha from uh, 24 carats in Tempe. Have you ever been there? It's like um, all yes. vegetarian, yes. like really good. Yes. She got a review that uh, her, somebody complained that the carrots were too cold on their salad. Oh <laughs> like gosh. That was, but people are just looking for shit to complain about. Um, but yeah. you also attract really, really good positive people coming into this place because i mean that's been the message you've been spreading you know for how many years now because we did an episode in 2018 but i feel like you'd already been doing that for a few years before that right yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it's all culminating into this 
this beautiful spot here. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally, yeah. Eric. Yeah. It's finally here. It's all a breeze from here, Megan, from what I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we um, the other day when we were opening, I was like, I didn't know where my phone was. I didn't know. And I was like, where do I need to be? I need to go somewhere. I need to pick something up. And then I was like, no, no. This is what we've been waiting for for the last three years was this day. This yeah. is the only place you need to be is right here. This was on the 18th. This was on the 18th. And How I was did like, you, like, when you woke up that morning, like, what was that? You remember it? Like, was it I different? mean, not really. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. really. Yeah. I was You're like, I, like, can I just make up a story to I tell? Know, I know, exactly. Yeah. I think it was like the, the 18th is a total glaze. And I think every, probably every single business owner can say that by the end of the day, it was like, because, you know, not only were we worried about opening, which was like, you're always worried, like, okay, is the beer going to flow, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But we were worried. I was worried about the story that could have been told if we did not do things right with this, with COVID safety. I mean, you know, that's a good point. Um, I don't know if you know the guys up at Simple Machine, but that was, I didn't even think of that part of it. They said that to me, like, dude, we, like, we're, I went there when they opened back up, that everything's safe, and they were nervous. And yeah. I'm like, dude, this is going to be good. And they're like, we just hope we don't get, like, you always hope that you get a crowd, but you yes. hope you don't get a crowd. Exactly. You know, like a, a huge crowd. That's yeah. exactly it. And I was like, I don't want to turn people away. Yeah. I also don't want to, like, not turn people away. You don't I mean, want helicopter footage? <laughs> yes, I don't want helicopter footage. Dear God, yes. I mean, uh. and we, um, and th- that was my biggest concern. Yeah. You know, it's, and, yeah. and you always think, like, hindsight, like, how easy it c- could have been if we literally opened without covid now it's yeah. like that's my only concern is are yeah. we sanitizing after every single person mm-hmm. did we forget a like a seat did we you know all of these things that you're just like constantly is somebody gonna come in and see a like a ring from a beer take a picture of it and uh, yeah. post it on their social media like this says sanitize but it's not i mean like that's like my fear yeah. is going viral in a negative way and that would have now that's never, you know, like that, that's what our fear is today. It's so different yeah. than what your fear is, you know, two years ago, even six months ago. That's a good point yeah. because right, because you are from what I understand and, and just from what I gather from you, you're very meticulous. Like you, you had every line of this drawn, probably drawn out, right? Yeah. Measurements of bar type, like everything, like down to the T, which is how it should be. Did you have a pandemic? Uh, <laughs> no, for, like, no, not before pandemic. March. See Appendix B. Yeah, like, seriously, yeah. no. And uh, yeah, so everybody is doing what they can, but at the same time, you could make a mis- Everyone makes mistakes. So you know, my biggest fear was we'd make a mistake and somebody would get word of it. And I mean, we've had such great press. We've had such great. PR. I mean, our, our articles that are written about us are always extremely positive. I'm yeah. so grateful. Um, it just takes one, though. I mean, ask well, the, yeah. oh, the, the people who built our space, built cost, like our part owners in Casa in Tempe. Like, just ask Casa. You know, yeah. they know that it's just like their literal, their video of their bar is still going. It's still being shown on national news. Oh, that, yeah. You know, yeah. and so it just yep. takes one day. It just mm-hmm. takes one person. Just takes one angle. Yes, Doesn't one angle. Doesn't have to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Because like when we have, and we experienced it that day a few times, probably three times when people were leaving so they're closing out yeah and then people are coming so there's like kind of a gathering of like maybe six people and you're like oh my god and some of our like we like your first instinct is like panic and then you're like okay provide a solution and that's so weird that's what we think about like that's what we think about now is six people and you're panicking not thinking about hey i hope they enjoyed their beer no it's like i hope that they don't touch that person that just walked in they just rubbed hands i don't know if they noticed yes exactly or like because like people are still extremely cautious and Mm -hmm. so if you have somebody who's like you know and so anyway but we had that a couple of times and you're like that same time could be easily a picture somebody just walking past and taking a picture of a group of 10 getting up with yeah. no masks on. And then all of a sudden we're the no mask place, yeah. even though it says everywhere that we, yep. you ma- masks are required yeah. and mandatory, you know? So that's it's shitty. That's shitty that you have to worry about that. You know, it's that you have crazy. to worry about people just 
Ah, I don't know. Once again, we let's let's start our own yes. podcast. Yes, We're gonna sorry. do a whole we'll series. Do, yes. No, but that no, but that's important to, that for people to know. And like, hopefully, people that listen listen to this and the tap that easy listeners are like they understand. They you know, and I, that's the feedback I get, man. Like, is I, don't know, I said that I felt like a hippie. It's what I get, man. This is <laughs> but the the feedback is like, don't be a dick. Like that's just like that's what a lot of people that like the show are like, you know, like. Support local. Support yeah, support. the local places. Do like, and tell me. Person. Yeah, and tell yeah. me. You know, tell me if I'm doing something wrong. Like, yeah. don't tell the journalist. You I'm know, glad you said that me. right now because yeah. I want to tell you something I noticed. Did you know that rosemary is misspelled on your menu? <laughs> it's rosemary. <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. But on a positive oh. side of things, so it's the Essence Rosemary IPA. Oh, that's but, hilarious. Yeah, I noticed that. But um, I have a suggestion for this beer. Get this. I'm obviously COVID times are weird, but get this at Diablo Burger. Like get this on tap at Diablo Burger oh. because they have the fries that they oh, yes. do, like the rosemary and thyme. That would be a perfect, Yum. perfect combo. That's awesome. Or um, maybe I'll just take some with me and when I go and yeah, I'll please, sell it that'd for be you. great. <laughs> um, we are just making another batch because we are literally almost out of it. Our Pilsner and our Rosemary were our best sellers all week. That's so. really good. Thank I was you. a little appre- I mean, I like Rosemary. I like Rosemary a lot, but I've never had it in a beer. Like, yeah. I've never had like a, I've never had a spice beer. I don't think besides like a winter ale, something like that, but not like a. That's funny that there's our rosemary. I, somebody sent me a message. I built our website and um, somebody sent me a picture of our website and it says shit in it instead yeah. of shift. They're like, I'm pretty sure you wanted to say culture shift instead of culture shit. <laughs> oh, this culture I'm like, shit. I'm like, <laughs> bull, bull <laughs> shit. <laughs> Megan oh. Greenwood was uh, caught going on a rant on her. I website. know people <laughs> noticed that and no yeah. one told me. Jeez, uh, Eric, we've had this up for a week. I was going to, I'm, I'm, my goal was to so tell bad. you, I'm committed to being more open. I'm, I'm not a very open person. I'm, I'm a very like non confrontational so people, yeah, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm going to tell, I'm going to be more honest yeah. with people, you know? Yeah, for sure. I have a way to be able to do it. Oh, I'm yeah, jerk, you're friendly. You know? And, yeah. like, you're, there's no there's no maliciousness behind your suggestion. No. It's just, no. we need to know, Eric, so tell yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. You go to a lot it's, of places. Well, um, I would first start off by uh, spelling the name of the beer Yeah, correctly. that's yeah. really a good point. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Maybe this is we'll good. The rosemary's subtle. Like, the rosemary, like, you... I almost wonder if you didn't know if Rosemary was in it, if that's what you would pick out, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's subtle. It is subtle. It's no, I think you would know it's Rosemary. You yeah. would know it's Rosemary, which yeah. is a good thing. That's what you're going for, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. I like that beer a lot. So I was going to a point earlier, and I know I probably took us off track, but you guys are opening during COVID times. Yes. It's busy. Yes. The plan was, and the eventual long-term is this place is going to be booming on, like, this is Roosevelt Row. Like, yes. this is, like, you were talking about foot traffic. Like, you're getting foot traffic now. Yes. Like, I hope you guys are ready to be able to produce enough beer to, to keep know. up with everybody, thank, you know? Thank but, God. I hope you're right. <laughs> yes. The, this gives you guys a chance, right, to get that system figured out, right? Yes. I mean, I guess that's silver lining. Yes, for yeah. sure. And eventually, I hope we are, we will be busy once yeah. we all can be busy. Sure. And. Yeah. Like right now, we have five, five bartenders that work full time, like work forty-hour weeks, and um, we, and we will eventually have fourteen. Okay. So like that yeah. tells you the difference between now opening during COVID and what it's going to be once yeah. we're ready to open in like full scale. So um, yes, we are definitely going to be aiming to be busy here and especially during we have six million people who travel to downtown phoenix every year six million wow six million and And i know you've done your research you are like the research guru and (laughs) yes and fifth street is an artery to the convention center so like when people want to come from the convention center and want to come up to roosevelt row and get a good bite to eat this is literally the street they walk up so we are on the, we are the gateway. And so hopefully what I want is that we can promote like that this business gets so many more people active in downtown being on fifth street that we have just bars and restaurants and fun retail stores and coffee shops all down fifth street. Yeah. And that this place is just 
popping, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like Rainy Street in Austin, if you've ever been there. What's, what's the name of the street? Rainy Street. I don't know the name. We, we rode scooters. Like, oh, so yes. we were going on all kinds of streets. It's a so whole it's Zilker, area. Zilker, whatever Zilker's on. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, so it's a whole area, and when I would walk down Fish Street, I was like, this reminds me of Rainy Street in Austin, and little did I know, that was kind of like the hope of yeah. this of the downtown area, is that it becomes, and they would have food trucks and a bar, and like they'd have a bar in the, in the Craft and Style house, and they'd have a food truck come in and have it be in the front yard. This was like old school style rainy street yeah, um, yeah. like 10 years ago and uh it was it's such a fun cool area and now it's like one of the most popular areas of 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 austin yeah and i see that being roosevelt or i see that being fifth street yeah. um so that's my goal and then yes for the from the brewing side <clears throat> this is giving us the opportunity to see what people are drinking and what they say about our beer um so we forward we totally changed the recipe after this beer so that ipa yeah okay, yeah just because like it wasn't giving me the warm and fuzzies from like people giving me feedback that i really wanted so okay. Kristen put a whole new recipe together for the forward ipa um we have eight fermenters eight unit tanks in our brewery and all eight are full of beer right now nice. ready to come out so yeah. we got the beer in and now we're like getting the beer out and yeah. <laughs> it's a totally different animal now that we i bought used kegs um, this is a funny story my significant other and i we went up to we were tr- i was trying to buy these used kegs at the beginning of 2018 and um they were from fall river brewing company in northern california which is in the middle of nowhere in the like the mountains in california are you and, going to get them and you're like wait what, what's going on <laughs> well we didn't well we needed to get them shipped here because oh, gotcha. like okay, i yeah. was buying like 300 kegs yeah. so i was like i had these shipping companies every shipping company would get like halfway there and they'd be like we can't get there we can't get there we can't uh. go in it's it's too much too muddy too wet too blah 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 and so and i waited for like three weeks and this was right during the craft brewers conference in 2018 and i was like you know what screw it we got home from a craft brewers conference in nashville like that day on like on a friday we got back on a flight the same day flew up rented a 26 foot u-haul and filled it to the brim went up found this like in the middle of nowhere brewery filled it up with kegs two years ago and brought it back and literally stored the kegs and on our 26 foot u-haul did you have to stack them by hand obviously oh yeah yeah Uh, 300 of them yeah almost 300 fit yes you have to do the math how much does that weigh how much is 300 no i didn't do the math i have no idea we probably (laughs) were overweight dragging sparks down the freeway and so we um get home and i literally have had kegs in my backyard since so we have like the last 50 kegs of the of that trip in my backyard so we you can imagine what those kegs are like two years later sitting in the arizona heat and sun so we are right now taking them all apart and getting them all ready for actual beer so it's a yeah so that's our our task right now. Yeah, that we're in the middle of. Like, is that the, the 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 kegs I see right there with your yes. logo on it? Okay, yeah. okay. Those are the kegs. Those are the infamous kegs that we have to like literally take apart every like yeah. every piece. Every to little piece of fix. it. But you know what that 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 is? Uh, what is, is that? Sweat equity. Yes. Right. Like oh, you're gosh, saving yeah. money on this to be able to you know, yeah. little hard work and. This yeah. is. I was apprehensive about this. I was. Which one is this that? This is one? the spice. Oh yes. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's got to be a spice tale. Um, that's good. My wife would love this. She's like, oh my gosh, it tastes like Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good because it's still crisp for right now. Mm-hmm. It's not like overbearing for the middle of the summer for yeah. a spice tale. Yeah. But yeah. it's um, it turned out so lovely. I love that beer. It, I hated that beer when we first made it, and then now I love it. You hated it. Yes. But you made it. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> I it? I hated it because when I made my beers. When I was contract brewing, um, we it was a twenty barrel brewery, so yeah. we were making at least seven. So they had seven and ten barrel fermenters, and then they had a twenty barrel and they had a sixty barrel, and we were making at least seven barrels. And this was my like novice, never formally trained recipes yeah. that <laughs> like I literally made in my garage, and no big deal. You just get ten barrels after mm-hmm. you make it, so. <laughs> Um, but it's after the, 
after that beer has aged a little bit more, the spices have really come out, and it's a lovely Once again, beer. subtle, but you know it's there. Yeah. Like, it's not over, like, it's 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 good, Megan. Thank you. It's good. And yeah. that is that is me being honest. I'm, thank you. I told you I'm committed to that. Yes, thanks, um, I'm just holding off on that one, because that's my favorite. Like, that is, like, I, I'm, I'm loving more places making really good pale ales so we'll, we'll get to that good next. yeah the pedal <laughs> yeah. house guys were in here the other day and they the almost who? drank an entire keg the pedal house all the pedal house guys oh did they really yeah they oh, were like sat, awesome. sat up at the beer at the bar and they were drinking pretty much an entire keg of pale ale that is so good i couldn't hold it like why not just go right into it yeah this is the one this is yeah. the this is your baby right this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the flagship yeah her story yes pale ale. yes and it's it's still it's kept its recipe since the beginning um it's one of my favorite combinations of hops and we i'm so excited to see like the difference between here so we have an art reverse osmosis system here and so we have um it's a a little bit different so i want to compare the two like the her story from contract brewing which i still have in the distribution center um at manual brothers yeah um so we have we'll have to compare the the old and the new and eventually but yeah it's um it's definitely our my my favorite it's our best seller why why did you do a pale ale and we might we probably talked about this in in episode 78 uh released (laughs) two years ago today july 23rd Uh, (laughs) isn't that crazy like that was i was like so excited my wife would be pissed because i i googled it while i was at a like stoplight are you driving in texas no (laughs) no i'm stopped uh but it was like holy shit but anyways um why a pale ale like why why was the pale ale the one because more than anybody I've ever seen, um, for you, the message is like paramount, right? So why did you use a pale ale to be the thing that gets your message out there? There's a couple of reasons, and I love the end of ending story, but one story is because we talked about this, and we definitely talked about this in episode <laughs> 78, was um, the survey that I did because I really wanted to get more women into craft beer. This is, hold on, I don't mean to interrupt you. This is why I referred to earlier about <laughs> you doing your research because yes. that it, it's very impressive. Yeah. So continue. Please. Yes. And so we were, I did, I actually still have the bottles, the white bottles that I made of the Her Story Brew with the white ale um, label on them because I thought women were going to prefer a white ale thinking like Blue Moon. And sure. I was like stereotyping my own gender i know i did i did i thought that that was what they were going to say and so we literally made two thousand bottles of white ale quote unquote her story brew um so if you have one still from the beginning it's probably maybe worth money someday once we make it huge (laughs) and you still have the original white ale bottle um be careful if you open it right when you're gonna drink it like yes (laughs) Yes, be careful (laughs) pour it into a glass see what comes out yeah yeah, yeah, good idea (laughs) so um we um so and when i got i did a survey of 200 women and they said that they resonated with a pale ale so more of them bought a pale ale than any other beer why do you think that is I think, I don't know. Actually, yeah. I think it's, it was so surprising to me, but they just listed, it, the way that we took the survey was they listed all of the beers that they bought yeah. and in order, and more more of them, a bigger quantity of them, had pale ale in their list. It might not have been their number one, yeah. but from like our ranking of like the quantity of of votes was pale ale of, one. Yeah. Yes. And so we had like 60% of women bought pale ale okay. if they were buying beer. Yeah. And so um, it was like one of their options. So I was like, you know what? We're going with it. So yeah. we put the pale ale in a white ale bottle. I definitely yeah. said that on our episode. <laughs> and um, I also just love it because it's kind of, it's kind of a, kind of a tip of the hat um, just to like, the original recipe, like the original like English style ale or, you know, just pale ale gets such a bad reputation because it's everyone's accident beer. And oh, it's like if you mix, yeah. if you don't have uh, 
high enough IBUs at the end of an IPA, it's like, oh, we'll call it a pale ale, (laughs) you know, or (laughs) like if you make whatever, amber even, or red ale, and it turns out a different color, it's a pale ale. So like, Uh, I didn't know that. That's a little inside. Yeah. Or you could, (laughs) you know, it's like, oh, we'll just call it a pale ale and get like, be done with it. Well, so, and don't want to interrupt you again, but, uh, so what does that mean? You don't see many pale ales. Does that mean most brewers don't think their beer is messed up? No, I'm just I'm I don't just know. You tell me. You probably know these stories more than I do. But you don't see pale whales no, very often. You don't. You don't. Um, right. But, uh, so sorry. I'm sorry. No, I hope I didn't you're good. Turn your train of thought. But. No, it, it's t- yeah. So we, um, so we, the pale. So that was kind of why I love the pale too. Is just because it was like an intentional beer. It was an intentional recipe. Yeah. It is our flagship, and people more now than I've ever heard before come in and they're like. I just need something other than an IPA right now. Mm. I want something easy drinking and tasty, but I don't necessarily want that bitterness. And, um, I don't know. I feel the same way. Like I, I, my go-to is a Pilsner right now. And I was an IPA. Like I only drank IPAs (laughs) for a while, you know? (laughs) So I don't know. I just, I love the irony of having an intentional pale ale and a, in a space where pale ale kind of gets the, the black eye, you know, yeah. like kind of gets like the, the, just the, just the shaft a little bit. Well, you're bringing it back. You're bringing up, you're, you're removing the shaft. If that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if that was appropriate or not. Maybe I should, I should uh, cut that part out, but, uh, <laughs> but no, it is fantastic. Thanks. And like I said, I love that, it, that, that there's so much story behind purpose and, and message behind what you do, yeah. you know, and that continues, yes. right? That continues through, I mean, as you just even look in here, it's, yeah. just, it's very impressive. My Thank wife, you. my wife, I need to, I knew that I was going to be able to get her to come down, but now I've seen it firsthand and she'll see the picture. She's like, when are we going to Greenwood? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This place is beautiful. Like the, just you. everything, like there's marble on the back, there's the wood and I don't know enough about wood to say what kind of wood it no, is, but yeah. um, I love it. I love what you guys are doing here, Megan. Thank you. So, yeah. Thank you, yes. Eric. Yeah, it's come well, a long way. I was going to say, like, I don't know if I asked you this two years ago, but I guarantee you, you didn't predict what is happening now. <laughs> but, uh, what, what is the vision? Like, what is the, what's the big picture for Greenwood? Like, we're at the end of the day, you're retired. What, what do you want people to say about Greenwood Brewing? Oh, my gosh. I want, I guess I would love... I think that we are a movement as much as we are a brewery and I want people to feel inspired coming here. Um, I'd meet women all the time that come here and they're just like, wow, you're, you're, you're doing it. That makes me want to go and do it, you know? And, uh, and that's exactly the feedback that I want to hear and that we are, even even if it just means that that woman is drinking beer now when she originally wasn't yeah. like that to me is like my favorite compliment of the woman that's like i don't even drink beer and i like this beer yeah. um that's exactly what i love to hear because that's really what we're targeting is we're trying to get more women in, or like we are trying to get more women beer drinkers um but we like obviously this is a space for everyone if i am retired Oh, that's so. In- I, this is my I was only give tap you a prep room for that. I was gonna take. I was gonna send it to you earlier. I'm like, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, if I if I'm still the only owner, then um, I will. This will be our only tap room. Um, I don't want to have another tap room. I really love the fact that we're downtown Phoenix. This was completely intentional. I'm a downtown Phoenix resident. Um, I wanted to build my business down here and work downtown and live downtown. And I self unselfishly wanted something like this in downtown where I could come after a show or I could come on a date or I could feel comfortable just coming in after my workout too, you know, and that's kind of what we have here. We have a little bit of every flavor. We have the courtyard where you can bring your dog. We have the inside that's beautiful. And like you were saying with like marble background, nice and cool now. I think it's 74 right now. 74 (laughs) now. Nice and cool. And I feel like, um, you don't see this in a tap room very often where you're like, is that marble? Uh, and and like, you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so people can like enjoy and, and still feel like they can come on, you know, a first date or like go into our, onto our beer garden and, um, 
and just kind of have like an elevated, kind of an elevated experience. In my perfect world, we would have all of the neighboring restaurants would serve food at our place. Um, Where you can of, just order it, they'll bring it? Yes. Like, yeah. In my perfect world, yeah. that's how it will work. Uh, we'll figure out the technology around that. And then eventually, I would love to have our a lot of our beer being um, consumed off-premise. Okay. So I... I, uh, my background is in industrial engineering and quality and manufacturing. And so the brewery was one of the most exciting things to design for me because I literally, that's what I, I worked in for 12 years before I, I opened Greenwood was working in manufacturing. It's that connection, the connection of those two lives, right? Yes. For the, like, right. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it's like, it's so cool cause it's manufacturing and production, but it's also art and crap, you know, like mm. art mm-hmm. and like, so Kristen gets to really like convey who she is and like in her craft. Um, but that was, a, that was one of the most fun parts was figuring out how to actually get our, um, get our, are we open? Yes, we are. We are yeah. open. We are. Yes, we are <laughs> First open. First guess. Hello, you're, no, you're good. No, you're, you're totally good. good. Um, Looks and, like, uh, is that a Cleveland Indians fan? I'm from Ohio. Oh, so, cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> From Ohio, Youngst- Youngstown, Ohio. Real, yep. But look at this, an Ohio guy coming into Greenwood yes. Brewing to grab a beer. To I grab a it. beer, yay. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're officially open. We are yeah. open right now. Um, yeah, so. That's awesome. Yeah, like, that's, how about the timing of that? Yeah, it's, it's, He couldn't get in here quick I know. enough. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like, you want a beer? Love it. I love it. Just push our way through. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. So, so yeah. you were starting to say that... Um, you went outside of the tap yes. Like, what do you mean by that? And maybe you're explaining, but I was, I was yes. distracted. I'm like, he's from Ohio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah. that means that eventually I would like to have a production facility, whether okay. that means that we build one. Ideally, we wouldn't build one. Um, maybe just utilizing. I worked in sustainability and renewable energy before Greenwood Brewing, and I'm all about conserving energy and conserving space so um which is why we have an 1800 square foot brewery not i don't think it i think it might be 1200 square foot but we have the smallest brewery over there it's tight it's It's tight tight. and um so uh but that ultimately my goal would be that our beer is in grocery stores and people are buying a 24 pack of it and taking it on the boat with them and um going to going camping with it and that we make it affordable you know that's also something that's really important to me is having affordable beer which is why our beers are five dollars for a 7.3 ipa you know and we have every beer is five well the triple is the only one that's six dollars five bucks yeah and um otherwise we have five dollar beers and that's a cheap beer on roosevelt it is. That's oh, a yeah, cheap Arizona. beer <laughs> in Arizona. In Arizona. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, I want to have a $4 beer. I want to have a $3 mm-hmm. beer. Like, mm-hmm. as long as we can, like, actually get the numbers to work, yeah. I want to have, like, a $3 Kolsch all day, eight ounces, every day. Like That's that's huge. Someone I, I heard someone else say that uh, before. Uh, oh, uh, Drinking Horn. I don't know if you know about Drinking Horn up in Flagstaff. It's a meadery. No. So um, they make really good mead, but their goal is to – because mead's expensive, right? Yes. Superstition. They make some good stuff, but, man, that's – that's special occasion, yeah, yes, <laughs> for me. Right. Uh, but drinking horn is like, do we want to make mead that is a, that's that is affordable for people? Yeah, you know, it's you can get a pour of mead for four dollars. So, yeah. so that's huge, and and that seems like, I don't know, has that been over the last year, or do you think even more so amplified now because of COVID of people are now more price conscious of because um, twenty four dollars a four pack is. That's a gamble. It, you know, it is expensive. It's, yes. Yeah. And I still have a $24 four pack, but that's because it, it costs us a lot to put well, package together right that, now. That is. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's a gamble for you guys yes. too, right? Like you're making this beer hoping that people are yes. like buying it. Yeah. Exactly. What is, the, what is that four pack? It's that's, 20, it's 20, oh, it's 24 <laughs> pack for a, or $24 for, for four 16 ounce Pilsners. Of the Pilsners. Okay. Yes. Okay. And that is, you know, and that's mostly because the labor and the material cost of small batching any packaged product at this point. Well, yeah. So, I, 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 but I, I want to have like 
as long as we are kegging and we have it on draft, like I want you to be able to buy the most affordable draft here. If you want to buy a $4 beer, we have like a $4 beer on happy hour every day. And then we have a $3. I seriously do want to do a $3 eight ounce pour of Kolsch that you drink. That's like an all day beer that we can bring you out a fresh cold one every day because it's the middle of the summer in Arizona and you need like your 16 ounce pour gets warm really fast. And that we just have, you know, um, I don't know. We just make it so that it's people can just feel like I don't know that that they that beer is beer is supposed to be affordable. Beer yeah. is like beer is the like the every person's yeah. beverage, alcoholic beverage. Yeah. And all of a sudden, beer became like seven, eight dollars, and nine dollars, and ten dollars a sixteen ounce pour or twelve ounce pour. Yeah, and it's like. Wait a second. Right. When when did that happen? <laughs> right. Why yeah. did beer become so expensive all of a sudden? Um, so I hope like that also goes back to inclusivity and making sure that we have something for everybody's pocketbook, you know, and yeah. still making really great beer. And you're walking into a space that looks elegant and up, like up, like level up, leveled up, or whatever you call it. Yeah. And um, but then you're drinking a five dollar beer, and you're like, dang. I'm going to come back here. Yeah. Cause you feel like it's, it's got that good feeling to it. It's got the, the, the big open windows in the front here, I think are crucial too yes. to see that, the energy just kind of flowing through Roosevelt row. Yes. Cause it is, it's, it's, it's cool because the one thing I've always said is, well, not always. I mean, I'm 41, maybe the last three years I've said this, <laughs> but, uh, but like to, uh, Flagstaff, obviously, right. You go, you have all the places yeah. within walking distance, Tucson, same thing. Although we don't really have that too much in Phoenix, Yet. but now we do, yes. right. You know, you've got, you got your place, you've got the taco place over here, smooth brew. That's, is that their second location? Oh. I don't know. There was one on McDowell, I think, unless they moved. Okay. Oh, man, so good. Yeah, and they have beer there. We've got Paws. We've got Wilderness. We've got... Arizona Wilderness. We've got Pedal House coming in. Oh, really? Wait, maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's public knowledge. Okay, okay. Let's double check <laughs> we that will, we'll before we check. post that. Fifty-three minutes and twenty-six seconds in, uh, <laughs> I can let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, yeah, you've Haas got is coming downtown. Haas, oh yeah, to the potentially. Or, I guess I haven't yeah. heard anything recently, but, yeah, um, but no, this is cool. This is like, like because you can't. I don't know. You can't like restaurant hop. You can yes. hop to breweries. Thank and, you so much. Thanks for coming in. There <laughs> a man from Ohio. Yeah. He had a sandwich. I don't know where he got a sandwich from, but he's excited for what he just nailed down on yeah. Roosevelt. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know. It's awesome. Yeah, so, well, and this is, that's the intention around downtown Phoenix. And um, we want to be part of the community. I'm so excited to be here. Mm-hmm. We also are embracing downtown. I envision our beer garden being a place where we can have, like, our District 8 um, council, um, council person coming in, um, city council person coming in or like, and talking about, you know, just like different things that are out of the box, but we are in the downtown heart of Phoenix where our state capital is. All of our city buildings are, we are literally the number one fastest growing city in the country. Like let's embrace that and have some cool programming in here that talks like, that just explains to people and like gives beer education and just... That's what I envision for this this area, at least. Yeah. So I like it, and we'll I like I like that in your long term vision. This is this is still the place. This yeah. is still that epicenter of of Greenwood Brewing. Yes, I love it, and yes. I uh, I just think there's so much, so many amazing things here in Arizona that are just things are just getting built up and more and more built up. You know, of making yeah. this place like a destination. Oh, totally. Because yes. it's we're different than like. Like you, you grown up in Iowa, I grew up in Ohio. Um, you know, like oh yeah, I go to the city, and yes. this is cool. Like uh, that one looked like like that one looked like that one. You yeah. know, where you come to Arizona, you're like dude, this is this is different. You know, um, I don't know. I right. love it. I love Arizona. And, I do too, yeah. and I love downtown. And it's it's still an adolescent. We're still mm-hmm. figuring out who we are yeah. as a downtown business. Um, as a downtown, as a, as a community downtown. And, um, I think everybody's bringing their little flight piece of like who they are. Um, and I want to put my flag in the sand and just really 
be part of downtown and like have a 5k that literally ends at the brewery and have a scavenger hunt around downtown like those are the things that i'm really excited about once we can have events is just really embracing the culture and community so i'm excited i was so excited just knocked my microphone (laughs) Um, megan thank you so much anything else anything else you want to get out anything else you want to any messages you want to share Come have, have a beer with us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Call come me. Have Let a me beer know. I'll, I'll have a, a, yeah. a parallel anytime. Yes, yes. Yes. Come out. Check us out. We are open at 11 every day. Um, experience who we are in our culture. I think it's this is why we built it the way we did is because this is the only one I want to build. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, it looks the way that it does. And it's so big. And um is because this is, if you had to walk in to the, like if you're thinking about the beer and the package that you're looking at and you had to think about what would this feel like if this was a place, this is the place. Like yeah. this is what I envision is the place. It's got a little bit of, we play, we are not playing music yet, but we play hip hop music here. So it's like you've got kind of like a fun atmosphere and just kind of an elevated space. So it's a little bit of everything. I love it. I knew I knew it was going to be good. Like just from knowing <laughs> you, I'm like this place is going to be cool. You've exceeded my expectations. Thanks, Megan. Eric. So, yeah. This is this is beautiful. Jeez, I'm. I'm I think it's time to shut it down. I'm knocking microphones over. Well, um, Megan, thank you so much. Thank you. Eric. Always. Two years from today. We need to just put it in the calendar. We're oh going to do gosh. something two years from For today. today. Yes, Seriously, yes. that's a good I idea. I don't know what it is, but maybe it will be live at the first Greenwood 5K. Oh, yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. I love it. Good idea. July 23rd, 2022, right? 2022. We'll <laughs> see you then. Calendars, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Megan. Uh-